And we're wrapping things up on the pregame show, sponsored by School City of Mishawaka. Growing leaders in a culture of excellence, the Mishawaka way. You heard from the two head coaches a few moments ago, Bodie Bender, head man for Mishawaka High in his first year. And then Tom Wells, the veteran coach in his 34th year overall, fourth at Michigan City High. Ron Heklitsky, you heard their comments. We've obviously dissected some of the stats and talked earlier on the air. Your thoughts as we get their tip-off. Yeah, I think Tom Wells' comments are, are spot on. you got to keep Mishawaka off the glass, man. They pound the glass, and they send five guys to rebound. So so, so if you're Michigan City, you want to look to leak out a little bit and get a rebound and push it. it, it um, if you're uh, Mishawaka, I mean, I mean that quickness of, of Michigan City has to concern you. And, uh, and you got to find someone to uh, put on Hodges. Hodges is the all-time leading scorer in, in, Michi- in you know, Michigan City history. And they've had some good ones. Now, there's been great players now. Albert, I mean, Albert Fleming, a lot of just great players. And for him to be the all-time leading scorer, that says a lot, man. Opening tip-off. We are ready for the house lights have returned to full light strength after the introductions. Down on the floor, Mishawaka will start with Jackson Snyder, Cooper Pritchett, Rasan Johnson, Brady Fisher, and Anthony Nelson, the combination they went with the last couple of ball games. Michigan City will counter with Allen Biggs, or Briggs rather, Briggs, a 6'3 junior. The aforementioned Jamie Hodges, along with Andrew Vicari, a 6'1 junior. Marcus Day, a 6'6 senior, and Jameer Nelson, a 6'0 senior. At center, Marcus Day will jump against Rasan Johnson, and Day and the Wolves control the opening tip-off, and we are underway. Michigan City on the road. They will go from right to left and driving down the left of the lane. Hodges throws up a runner. No, it's blocked in the rebound down to Michigan City, and then they throw it away after the rebound to Jameer Nelson into the front row of the Mishawaka student body, who they are patriotically dressed tonight in the red, white, and blue. Michigan City started out in, in a little isolation play for Hodges uh, to take it down the right side, and uh, the Cavemen did a great job of coming to help there. Cavemen going left to right, shooting at the south basket here at the Cave. Jackson Snyder dribbles into a double team. Ball knocked away. Stolen back, though, by Mishawaka. Nelson almost had a steal for Michigan City, and now they go in the man-to-man. Hodges snaps it away, knocked it away from Johnson in an uncontested running layup there by Jamie Hodges. His lightning-quick hands picked the pocket of Rasan Johnson in the midcourt stride, but it's 2-0 Michigan City. Center floor, Brady Fisher dribbles against some light pressure. Hash mark right side to Jackson Snyder. Top side, Nelson dribbles, jump pass in the corner. Fisher fakes, dribbles, drives, right-handed floater. No, and a foul. Nice job by Brady Fisher. Uh, 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 the Wolves had a short closeout. Brady took it off the drive, got to the rim, and will shoot a couple free throws. Cavemen on the home floor tonight, and they've obviously played all home games so far in this young season. Three wins, one loss. They're dressed in their home whites with the maroon and a little silver trim. Michigan City on the road. They are dressed in the navy blue, white, and silver trim and accessories. And now the officials are reminding all the players, got to tuck those jerseys in. That look mighty snazzy. Tonight's uniform description sponsored by Kevin Drazier and the team at BSN Sports. If your team wants to look good, call Kevin Drazier and the BSN Sports team at 229-7999. Missing the first, hitting the second. Brady Fisher at the free throw line, and the K-Men cut it to a 2-1 ball game. Hodges on the forecourt, works it right side. Nothing there. Kicks it outside, Briggs dribbles, drives. He's cut off of the baseline. They'll go center floor to Vicari. 
Bakari, center floor, finds Nelson. Nelson back to Bakari, looks inside, he's picked up his dribble. Center floor, Hodges, way outside the arc, three ball up, three ball soft touch, and swish. It hit the front of the rim, spiraled per- perfectly up, and then back the other way, Rasan Johnson with a good dribble drive to the middle of the hole, and he beats the defender to the spot of the floor. The defender would be Hodges, Jamie Hodges, for Michigan City, his first and the team's first. Check that, that team's second. That was a deep three uh, by Hodges, an NBA look, and uh, I mean, I mean, just a soft shot. And then uh, Rashawn Johnson takes it to the rack, and an all-important first foul on Hodges, uh, and, and, and maybe that will get him off the ball handler a little bit, trying to put pressure on it. Rashawn Johnson missing a free throw. The Cavemen, a 65% free throw shooting team coming in, but starting off a shaky one for three in their first attempts here. 6.33 to go, just underway in period one. Second free throw, this one softly off the rim, no good. Falls into the hands of Andrew Bakari, and here comes Michigan City. The Wolves in the forecourt, right point, deep three, launched and scored. That is Jamie Hodges. He can shoot it anywhere in the forecourt. And he's got his team into an 8-1 advantage. Bounce pass under the basket. Cooper Pritchett had the ball off of his hand, stolen by Michigan City. They lost it on the baseline, and a great save by Jamie Hodges. But then they say the ball caromed out of bounds to the Wolves. That's a second turnover by uh, Mishawaka. Michigan City really picking up the pace offensively and defensively, and you really got to take care of the basketball when you're facing quickness. Substitution, Mishawaka will bring Arthur Jones, who had a tremendous ball game with 25 points, Friday versus Riley, 19 of those in the first half. Comes in with his team trailing by 7-8-1. Left point, Hodges gets it, steps back, launches it off balance three, and it's an air ball out of bounds. He forced that one just a bit against defensive pressure, and the ball goes out of bounds to Mishawaka at the six-minute mark, first period. And, and Tom Wells will tell you that that was not a good look. And uh, But Jamie's going to probably take a few of those and, and and probably make most of them. Hodges to Snyder, Snyder to Johnson. Johnson to the forecourt, running left-handed jumper up, no good. Can't get it to fall. Off the rim, pulled down by Day. Day lets it to Hodges. Hodges up the floor for City, goes to Briggs. Baseline runner, left side no. Rebound after the finger roll, pulled down by Jackson, Snyder, and Mishawaka. They trail 8-1. to one. Caveman down by a touchdown. Left point. Rasan fakes right, goes left. Goes to the left wing now to Jackson. Snyder on the penetration. Bounce pass. Good entry feed. The runner missed by Rasan Johnson. He is half to a rough start. Rebound by Day. Day up the floor. Now to Vicari. Vicari in the corner. Hodges. Hodges in front of the Mishawaka bench. Faked the shot from probably 42 feet away. He wanted that. Trust me. Briggs, center court. Gives to Day. Day a little shovel handoff to Hodges. And off the ball, a whistle and a foul against Michigan City. That is a turnover for Michigan City. And a foul on Marcus Day. Their second turnover of this basketball game. 5.08 left in the first quarter. 5.05 to go, and here come the K-Men now. Up the floor. Arthur Jones with it. Ashmark right side to Rasan. Johnson. Having a rough start in the shooting category here. This one now, Arthur, dribble penetration, little floater inside, and Cooper Pritchett, he gets the ball down by the belt line and gets tied up by a Michigan City defender. That would be Jamie Hodges. He does it all, offense and defense. Substitution for the Wolves off the bench, Brighton Franklin, the 6'2 senior, averaging eight and a half points per contest, subs in. And you'll see Marcus Day, the 6'6 senior, get a breather. 
So that is the third turnover for the Cavemen. So I, so I would really like to see the Cavemen move the ball via the pass instead of trying to dribble against Michigan City's quickness. Make that defense work a little bit. Briggs to the hash mark, left, dribbles, drives, little jump pass to the right point. Jump up, jumper, no. Missed from 17. Rebound Mishawaka. Snyder up the court to Rasan. He'll catch and shoot from three. This rattles in and out. No. Rebound Arthur back up. No, and he's fouled. That could be the second foul on Hodges here. That could be Which would be huge. Big. And guess what? 1-1 one, one is Jamie Hodges, his second. And now Tom Wells has a decision to make. Do you take your ace off the floor at 426 to go first quarter and your team leading by 7 at 8-1? to one? I don't think there's any question you take him off. You, you, Jamie Hodges might not play the rest of the first half here. Arthur Jones at the free throw line, a 92% free throw shooter, and he misses the front end of a two-shot opportunity. And the aforementioned Jamie Hodges will take a chair. Subbing in is Anthony Murphy. He was questionable whether he was going to play or not. Murphy has had a bout with the flu, as many in the Michigan City Wolves basketball program have. Tom Wells admitted he'd had uh, those same symptoms and issues here recently. Second free throw is good, 8-2 to two the score. And Elijah Wright... 6'1 junior, who is a, a solid contributor. He is out of action and, in fact, was a scratch tonight. Not even with the team. Left point. It is Briggs. Goes to the free throw circle. Murphy backs in, now spins outside. Briggs gets it back, drives the lane, running floater left-handed. Nice softly off the rim, up and in. Allen Briggs, who averages 12, has his first two. It is a 10-2 Michigan City lead. They've got off the bus, and they're ready to play. Briggs got too much of the paint for me. I... I want to force Michigan City out of the paint. Johnson dribbling left-handed drive. He won't get this one to fall. Rebound on the miss by the Wolves. Franklin hands it away. Hodges up there. Correction. Briggs up the floor. Runner left hand up and good from the left side. And the Cavemen down by double digits will force Bodie Bender to go to an early timeout. 3.36 to go first quarter from the Cave. Michigan City up 12-2. to We'll take a full timeout. We're back. In one minute, this is Mishawaka Caveman Basketball, 96-1 the ton, and the Mishawaka Network. Along with former Caveman coach Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Back here to the cave, the 3-1 Caveman trailed the 3-1 Wolves, 12-2. Not a good start for Mishawaka. Mishawaka has not made a basket yet. Uh, Rashawn Johnson is 0-4 from the field and 0-2 from the free throw line. So let's see if uh, if the Cavemen can move the ball and get something going to the rim. Against the Michigan City man-to-man, Jackson Snyder finds a wide-open Arthur Jones who banks in a three off the square from about seven feet behind the arc. That'll work also, Brian. There's no style points That'll in work that also. regard. It'll work. 12-5 the score. Briggs with the basketball. Gives it on the wing. Left side, they will overload it. Now back to the right, Franklin, Franklin to Briggs. Briggs looks left, goes right, finds to Franklin. Center floor again, Vicari. Now baseline dribble drive by Murphy. Murphy slows it down. Center floor to Vicari. Wolves showing some patience, trying to spread this caveman defense out. And, of course, Michigan City is doing this with Jamie Hodges, their leading scorer, on the bench. Top side three, another banker off the square, Allen Briggs. Playing horse with Mishawaka's Arthur Jones, and it's 15-5 Wolves. I don't think Michigan City tried to stall there. I just think that uh, the Cavemen 
uh, defense was so good. Great press breaker, and then at midcourt, the attack. Brady Fisher, a long bounce pass under the basket to a wide-open Cooper Pritchett, and Mishawaka at 2.15 in the first quarter gets its first basket, and it makes it a 15-8 ball game. Dribble drive in the paint, runner off the window. Two bounces, no miss by Briggs. Briggs, after the miss, rebound Rasson. Johnson runs into the paint, runs into his own man, then a collision and forces the ball to roll away, and it goes out of bounds. Touch last by the caveman. The cavemen are lucky that uh, Rashawn didn't get a charge called him. Uh, called Although on. I think he fell into his own guy. And Jack Troyer has now replaced him. And I know Coach Bender is going to tell Rashawn, just slow down a little bit, man. Let the game come to you a little bit here. And now a stoppage of play before the inbound. They're going to mop up some perspiration across the way. A minute 55 to go, first quarter. Cavemen here tonight on a Tuesday night. The girls' Mishawaka team on the road at South Bend Clay and other boys' action around the area includes on the U.S. Soundcrafter scoreboard, Northwood at Jimtown, and they are spanking the Jimmies after one quarter, 23-3. to Ouch. Elsewhere, Northridge is at Riley, Clay's at Goshen, Washington on the road over near Merrillville versus Andrean, and Oregon Davis hosting New Prairie tonight. After the inbounds, cavemen, and after they towel up the water, it is Jackson Snyder. Baseline dribble drive right side from the left wing, and then he gets hacked, fouled, and got a couple of elbows in the process, and he'll draw the defensive foul from the... Michigan City player, that'll be Jameer Nelson, his first. Well, Jackson Snyder certainly doesn't mind the elbows because he's a tough kid. He came off a double screen there, got the ball on the baseline, and drove it hard to the middle, forced the action. And, and Snyder misses the free throws. throw. Caveman is a 65% free throw shooting. I think I mentioned that stat earlier, but Snyder, an 80% shooter. Earlier, Arthur Jones missed one and then hit the second one. He was a 92% free throw shooter, so... Been an ice-cold start for Mishawaka here on the home floor. Second free throw is good, however, and it's a 15-8 contest. Three for eight from the free throw line for the Cavemen. That's not going to win you many ball games. Now Briggs looks out to the right side. Finds Brighton Franklin. Hands away to Murphy. Pull-up jumper, 16-footer. A brick off the glass. Did not touch any iron. Rebound Cooper Pritchett up the floor to Jones. Arthur runs to the left side. Runner no. Tapped up and no good by Fisher. Gets his own rebound. Put it up and in. Waiting for traffic to clear momentarily. Brady Fisher recycles it for a field goal, and it's a 15-10 contest. Cavemen pull within five. Michigan City basketball to at 10 first quarter. Foul on extension left. It is Briggs. Briggs on the point. Goes right side to Nelson. Takes the dribble drive. Kicks it outside. Three ball up and in by Brighton Franklin. Third, check that fourth three for Michigan City. Up the floor, Arthur Jones is pushed from behind. The ball knocked away. Cavemen touch it last. Turnover, Mishawaka will give possession back to the Wolves. And now Tom Wills will go to the bench. And he will bring Benjamin Martin, a 6'1 junior, into the combination for Jameer Nelson. 57 seconds first quarter. This home crowd for the Cavemen is kind of stymied right now due to the great start by the visitors from Michigan City. Topside three all alone. Martin, who just checked in, banks it off the square, but this one rattles in and out. No, and the rebound to Brady Fisher. Fisher hands to Arthur Jones. Arthur will very patiently walk it up the floor and now hits the timeline. 
into the Mishawaka forecourt right down in front of us here in our crow's nest position. Arthur in the paint, running, scoop layup is good. Good explosion to the basket by Arthur Jones. His sixth point, a three-pointer, a two-pointer, and a free throw. And it's 18-12 now. The caveman with 18 seconds in the period have cut it down to six. Center floor. Murphy comes near side to Franklin. Franklin throws it midcourt, and then the ball, as it ricocheted around, was pounded off the thigh of Jack Troyer out of bounds. The Wolves get a break. With Hodges out of the game for Michigan City, their offense is really discombobulated, and the fact that they're getting any scores from any other players is big for Tom Wells. Inbounds. Allen Briggs defended by Arthur Jones. Six seconds. Brings it across the timeline. Dribbles to the left side. Kicks to the corner. Is a shot by Bakari. Air ball missed. Rebound Cooper Pritchett. Pritchett tries to dribble out of the crowd, and there's the horn. Cavemen do a rough start, but they have clawed their way back into this contest. After one, our score from the cave. Michigan City, 18. Mishawaka, 12. You're in two with Cavemen basketball. A 96-1 the ton. And the Mishawaka net. We turn the page to quarter number two, along with Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Caveman down 18-12 to 12 as we start the second period. So Jamie Hodges is starting this second period. If I'm Mishawaka, I'm putting Hodges in some, isol- in some isolation defensive plays against Arthur Jones, trying to get that third foul on, on Hodges. And as they begin the period, the Cavemen working with Arthur Jones down the middle lane. His runner put up off the window, no good. From 12, rebounded by Hodges. He'll run it up the floor, kick in the corner. It is a three ball by Vicario. Throws up an air ball. Loose ball, rebound on the floor. And Brady Fisher comes up with it. And then Fisher is hacked by a frustrated Andrew Vicari, who threw up the long-range miss from three. And a foul just underway here in period number two. Tonight's first quarter was brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Call Kevin if you're in the market to buy, sell, or refinance your home. Call 287-1152. That's already the fifth foul on Michigan City. A couple more, and the caveman will be in the bonus. Mishawaka has yet to commit a foul. Deep right hash mark. Jackson Snyder, ball fakes, dribbles to the point. Gives it off left side. Fisher on the wing. Jack Troyer dribble penetrates, kicks behind him to Brady. Fisher on the turn, spin, goes for the shot. Ball is blocked out of the belt. That was a great move. That's a pretty good defensive play by Marcus Day, but Day called for a foul. Oh, actually, Day not the guilty party. Jameer Nelson, who was on the opposite side of Brady Fisher, picks up his second. That was a great quick spin move down the lane, and they're going to say that the foul was on the floor before he put the ball up so the cavemen will uh, execute an end out of bounds play there in a box set let's see if they come off that double again cavemen will sub in with ace troyer also so starters getting some breathers right here now the lob into jackson snyder dribbles the right side goes up for the shot and then as he collides with the defender a blocking foul called underneath on michigan city defender marcus day his second Cavemen doing a great job of just of just putting their head down and getting to the rack. Michigan City is no stranger to fouling, and I mean it's Hack City down there. Already. It's with 7:14 left in the second quarter. It's seven zip on fouls with, with Michigan City having seven. Jackson Snyder with the first of two attempts connects on the first substitution. Anthony Murphy, the 6'2 sophomore, returns for Andrew Vicari. 
And Jackson Snyder will look to hit his third free throw in a row. This one with a nice soft rotation up at him. His third point off of the stripe. And the Cavemen have cut it back to four again at 18-14. 7-10 before halftime. Wing right. It is Franklin. Across the way, Hodges. Reverse skip pass to the left corner to Murphy. Murphy defended by Jack Troyer. Cavemen going man-to-man. Center floor, Hodges. Hodges again started this game early with two fouls. He'll dribble. He'll drive. He'll go up for the shot. Ball bobbled. Loose ball. Caroms around. Arthur Jones had the ball knocked away. The Cavemen retained the loose ball, but a pushing foul inside on Michigan City. Their eighth foul, the Cavemen with zero fouls. That's the third turnover by Michigan City. Hodges tried to get too fancy going into the lane and uh, tried to kick it off as he left his feet. So, if you know, if I'm, if I'm Mish, I'm saying whenever Jamie Hodges leaves his feet, man, get underneath him and look to take a charge. Three fouls in the first half would be huge for the Cavemen to have Hodges pick up. Right there, Marcus Day got his third foul, and this free throw is up three, four bounces on the miss by Arthur Jones. Very unusual for the Cavemen senior to struggle at the free throw line as he came into this game, again, hitting 92% at the stripe. But that miss, and then a rebounding foul against the Cavemen on Ace Troyer. That's Mishawaka's first foul of this game at 6.50 in the second period. Left side, Briggs fires it to the right to Murphy. Center floor. He'll swing it left to Briggs. He'll dribble penetrate. Good cutoff defense there by Fisher. Back outside to Murphy. Dribbles to the free throw circle. Kicks it on the wing. Left side, Franklin. Launches. Misses. Rebound, Holly. Put it back up. No. Rebound, Holly. Went over the back of a caveman defender, but it's dead center floor. Hodges with the basketball. Goes to Franklin. Right side now. It is Murphy. Murphy backdoor bounce pass on the baseline. Runner by Briggs. No and a foul. Well, the Cavemen had one, two, and three chances there to get the rebound, but Michigan City with great offensive boardsmanship. Is that a word? It is now. What? And they I mean, just crashed the board. I mean, if you're in a board meeting, it is. If you're on a basketball court, you can, I mean, you can say anything you want to say. Okay. But, so, so you said Mishawaka had chances to get defensive rebounds. The Wolves really pounded the glass down there that time. Ace Troyer on the foul, his second, the team's second. Free throw number one. On this game by Michigan City, the visitors' first free throw attempt. Well, again, Mishawak has only committed two early fouls here in this first half. He connects on the first. That is his eighth point, and this free throw is way off the mark. No good. And the miss and rebound down to Brady Fisher in the Mishawaka Cavemen. 6-10 before half. Five-point visitor lead. Michigan City 19-14 leaders. Jones top of the circle for Mishawaka. Arthur. Tries to dribble penetrate. Good defense there, and it's ball knocked away. Stolen by Briggs. Briggs on the push. Left of the lane. Steps around Jack Troyer and gets a nice finger roll lay him. Wonderful transition move there by Briggs and the Wolves. He's got his 10th point, and it's 21-14. That's too much dribbling right there for the cavemen. Fisher, backcourt Jones, forecourt Jack Troyer. Baseline double team. Goes inside to Jones. Now to Fisher in the corner. Jack Troyer, baseline move, and looks for a reverse skip pass to Brady Fisher and eludes him and goes up, touched out of bounds all the way down the backcourt into the Mishawaka bench area. Jack Troyer had a nice little power move had he chosen to take it. And Jack Troyer's a really strong player, so so that sets up his game. I don't, 
I don't know why he threw it out, but that's the sixth turnover for the Cavemen. At 5.30 before halftime, Mishawaka trailing 21-14. Briggs, baseline double team. In the corner, Murphy from three. Launches, misses, no. Ace Troyer collects the rebound. Troyer waits for things to clear. Now goes to Arthur Jones through the center circle here. 5.17 before half, and then Arthur Jones runs into a double team. It's an offensive foul by Arthur. I didn't see that one. As he turned the corner, he pushed off with his offhand. There you go. And uh, now that's the seventh turnover. And they're starting to pile up a little bit for uh, the Cavemen. John Johnson is into the game for Jack Troyer. And Matt Pelletier comes in for a minute for uh, Ace Troyer. The Cavemen going to the bench. Meanwhile, back under the basket, Adrian Holly, a 6'5 sophomore, having some words with the underneath official. Now Hodges brings it up the floor, pull up little 10-footer, swish. Jamie Hodges, first points of the second quarter. And it is now 23-14. Hodges with 10 points so far. Five minutes before halftime. Arthur Jones swings it to Rasan Johnson, who's just subbed back in. Now Nelson in the corner. Back out to Johnson, and he traveled with it. Had a little bunny hop in indecision mode. And a Mishawaka turnover gives it back to the Wolves. And Michigan City will bring Andrew Vicari back into the lineup. He'll sub in for Allen Briggs. Tom Wells' ball club up by nine right now at 23-14. Michigan City went into a little bit of a half-court trap and tried to speed the cavemen up, which they did. And which, and which helped to force that turnover. Center floor, a little shake and bake now. Murphy with the runner right side. Line drive misses, short. Rebound, Arthur Jones. Jones up the floor, Nelson. Nelson to Johnson. Johnson left point, and off the ball, it was the foul. And they're going to stop play because Rasan Johnson's shoe was untied. So the clock stops at 426. The official calling the official timeout for that equipment malfunction. Anthony Nelson on the court for the Cavemen. Anthony's shooting 45% from three-point line, so they need to watch him spotting up and try and, and try and get him the ball. And Johnson's lob bounce pass is knocked away, retained, runner put up by Arthur Jones, no good. And the weak side rebound down to Anthony Nelson, and a foul called on the Cavemen. And it will be on Anthony Nelson as he pushed going in for that offensive board. His first, team's fourth. Michigan City had the first eight fouls of this game. And at 4-10 to go before halftime, the caveman trailed by nine. The Wolves with this possession hope to get back up to a double-digit advantage in an NBA range. Three swish! Literally 12 feet behind the arc. Jamie Hodges was wide open. He nails his 13th point. 26-14. In the free throw lane, Fisher back to the basket, fakes, turns, jumps, shoots, and hits it. Good strong move against his defender, Holly. Brady Fisher with his fifth point, second field goal, and it's 26-16. Hodges fakes right, delivers inside. Holly, turn around, left-handed jumper, no. Off the square, he misses. Rebounded by Rasan. Johnson waits for things to clear, goes behind the back with the dribble. Now brings it up the forecourt at 3.27 before half. Fisher tries to dribble drive, has the ball stripped away. Loose ball, Hodges. Hodges will run the break, he'll run it right side. Johnson with the block and called for the foul. Yeah, I thought that was pretty clean, to be honest with you. Rashawn kind of uh, came from the, the backside and knocked it out of there. And uh, the only, I mean, the only reason he could have got that foul called was his hand on Hodges' hip. But I didn't see that. Great effort by Rashawn Johnson. 
Hodges will be at the line. These these will be the two easiest points he's had all night, right? Hodges yet to shoot a free throw. He's had three threes, two twos, and now one for one at the free throw line. The Wolves, two of three at the stripe here in the early stretches. 27-16. One more free throw for the Michigan City senior who averages 24.5 points per ball game. He goes two for two. It did look very easy, Coach. Backcourt inbounds Nelson to Rasan. Rasan up the floor. Floater to Jones. Arthur on the push. Runs to the right side and beats two defenders to the basket. Running layup is good for Jones. Arthur pulls the team within 10. Back the other way. Runner left side. Hodges slices through three defenders. Put it up and in. If there was a play clock on that possession, it was about a four-second possession. Arthur back left side. Dribbles to the right side. Goes in the lane. Gets bumped. And is he fouled, or is it going to be an offensive foul? That could be the third foul on Hodges, and that's and it is the third foul on Hodges. That's a big one at 2.54 to go before halftime. That is a huge, huge call for the caveman. Arthur, not only will Arthur get a chance to knock in two free throws and cut into this lead, but Tom Wells uh, better get Hodges out of this game. He's, he's not making a move yet to get him out with 2.54 left in this first half. He does have somebody at the scores table, however. Ah, there you go. And Hodges is trying to plead his case to Tom Wells, but absolutely not, young man. You're going to take a seat. Arthur and- Jones, the first of two free throws. He nails the free throw to make it an 11-point game. Hodges will come out. Allen Briggs, the 6'2 junior, returns. And so, so I understand maybe letting him play a little bit to learn how to do that because, I mean, somewhere down the road when you get in tournament play, uh, he might have to learn how to do that. But one of the assistant coaches is talking to Jamie right now and telling him, man, you got two in the first half. you got to stay clear of everything. That assistant coach you're referring to is William Walker, the former NAI All-American from Bethel College. I've had the pleasure of watching and calling games there as the PA announcer for years at the Whitecamp Center. Probably none better than Will Walker, and I've had the pleasure of watching. Left corner three, catching, shooting, and nailing is Brighton Franklin, 33-20. The lead of 13 is the biggest. Backcourt press now, a 2-2-1 press. Up the floor, the pass to Cooper Pritchett. Ball bobble, retained by Pritchett, and then a foul. On the outside, again, Michigan City squeezing the air. And putting pressure on the caveman here and that with that backcourt defensive press and the turnover is because of the foul on Cooper Pritchett, his second. That's a 2-2-1, three-quarter court press by uh, Michigan City. They have a lot of quickness. And, and again, you can't try and dribble through that. Now dribble top side. Briggs kicks it on the corner. Wing right. Goes to Murphy. Murphy works around the screen. Goes to the left. Pulls up with the dribble. Now goes center floor to Nelson. Center court, back to Hodges, or check that Franklin, rather. Hodges on the bench with three fouls. Top side, and off the ball, Tom Wells will burn a Michigan City timeout. We'll do the same at 2-0-1 to play here before halftime. The Wolves on the road, leading comfortably at the home of the Cavemen by 13. Michigan City up 33-20, a 30-second timeout. We'll do the same at 96-1 the ton in the Mishawaka Network. An update for you on the U.S. Signcrafters School Board and other high school boys basketball action here on this Tuesday night. They're at halftime over in Bago Township, Northwood, having their way with the Jimtown Jimmies, 42-11. to Wow. That's a shellacking, I will say that. 
Northwood's pretty good, Coach. Yeah, really good. We will see them and the Cavemen get it on coming up in February. As Marvin Gaye used to say, let's get it on. <laughs> Didn't know you had that uh, song memorized. Right wing three, catch and shoot. Anthony Murphy, nothing but net. So Tom Wells looks mighty brilliant coming out of that timeout as he extends his team's lead to a 16 advantage, 16-point advantage, their biggest lead of the night. Jones, jump pass out to Nelson, and Anthony will spot up a right wing three and nail it. Big, big bucket for the cavemen. Makes it a 13-point, 36-23 game with a minute 18 before halftime. That's a great find for Arthur. Anthony was spotted up on the left wing here, and Arthur found him. Anthony, a 45% three-shooter, knocked it in. Briggs to Murphy. Murphy, right point area, defended by Arthur. Now Briggs, little stutter step in the paint. He'll walk with it. I thought he got away with one little bunny hop, but the second one was called by the outside official. Possession, Mishawaka, trailing by 13 with a minute three, first half. Walk a mile in my shoes, man. That's the fourth turnover by Michigan City. Backcourt press here is the 2-2-1. The first two are about the free throw line of the K-Band backcourt. The other middle two are the half-court stride. And the other one acting like a free safety back near the basket. Pritchett left side into the K-Band forecourt. Backcourt reverse or backside reverse goes to Nelson. He can't get free on the baseline. Instead, threads it back out center floor. Arthur running, jumping, shooting, missing left point. No rebound by Pelletier. Loose ball, dishes it out to Pritchett. He'll go up for the shot. He gets mugged underneath the basket. And a foul. I like that mugged call, man, because that's exactly what happened. Nice rebound for uh, Matt Pelletier, the uh, 6'4 senior. First time he's played basketball for Mishawaka. And then, uh, and then obviously Cooper Pritchett, whenever there's a scrum, look for Cooper. He's got two free throw shots here. Pritchett, a 50% free throw shooter on the season, does nail the first one with an earlier field goal, has his third point. He averages six points and four rebounds a game. Came under led in scoring by Arthur Jones is 14 per contest. And then five other players that average anywhere between six and eight points per contest. Second free throw is missed. Rebound Pritchett. He'll drive down the lane and he gets absolutely pummeled again. This time by Adrian Holly, And guess what? He'll go back to the stripe and shoot two. He went one of two on his last trip. So that's the 15th free throws that Mishawaka has already shot in this first half. They're 7 for 15, and uh, Coop has a chance now to uh, uh, get into this lead and cut this lead to 10 points with 28 seconds left. Uh, Coop took a hard, hard foul there. He's wearing a mask because he had some nose surgery. Um, but he's he's one tough cookie for, for Mishawaka. Soft touch, free throw by the right-hander, up and good. So like last time he hits the first one, let's hope he is able to connect on the second one. Good to see Randy Mason has found the concession stand. Although he didn't bring any pretzels and cheese up to, to uh, serve to us, heck. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, I don't either. I ain't even talking to him. 36-26. So it is a 10-point game. 25 seconds and a half. And Arthur Jones tries to get across the body of Allen Briggs and called for the reach-in foul defensively. That was that was a pretty easy call from up here. Well, that's a bad foul because it, it puts Michigan City at the line now with a chance to extend the lead. Jones is first. Team seventh. So one and the bonus here for Allen Briggs and the Michigan City Wolves. They, along with Mishawaka, both clubs entering this contest with three wins and one loss. 
Free throw by the southpaw there by Allen Briggs. Nothing but net. He hit the first one on his trip earlier this quarter and then had a disastrous attempt at the second one that barely drew any of the glass, let alone the rim. Briggs is averaging about 12.5 points a game for the 3-1 and one Wolves. Second free throw. This one also nothing but net. So he's 3 of 4 there on the evening and has 12 points. There's a 2-3 zone now employed by Michigan City. In the wing, right side. Nelson looks for the interior pass, nothing there. To Rasson at 13. Rasson right wing to Nelson, and a traveling violation. Nelson caught it and did a bunny hop. And the caveman with an unforced error turned the basketball over. And instead of having the chance to cut it to 10 or even 9, now you give the ball back down by 12, and it could be a 14. Well, Hodges is back in this game now for the last 10 seconds. And if I'm Coach Bender, I'm saying, man, Somebody get in front of him and get a charge. Lob rolls clear to midcourt. Picked up on the dribble by Briggs. Briggs at seven in the corner. Double team. Goes the right point three ball. Launch put up. No good. Weak side rebound. Put up by Franklin. No good. And then the rebound Mishawaka. We go to halftime. Caveman dodge a bullet in the last possession of the half by Michigan City. But here as we go to halftime, it is all visiting Michigan City. The Wolves dominating this first half of basketball. Our score as we head to our halftime report, which is just around the corner from the Mishawaka Education Foundation. Our score, Michigan City 38, Mishawaka 26. Stay tuned. Our halftime report is coming up. We'll check scoring statistics, have some thoughts from Coach Ron Heglinski. We'll also have a scoreboard update just around the corner with Matt Embry on the U.S. Sidecrafters scoreboard. Here from Mishawaka High School at the Cave, at the break, a battle of three and one clubs. Michigan City from the Dudeland Conference leading Mishawaka from the Northern Lakes. It's 38-26 our score. Halftime report coming up after this two-minute timeout here on your home for K-Band Basketball. 96 run the ton and the Mishawaka Network. Back here to the cave at Mishawaka High School. And our halftime report continues, sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, along with Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Michigan City, the Wolves, they started out hot, and they really haven't cooled off. They led 18-12 to 12 after one quarter of play. In fact, led 8-1 to one early, led 12-2 to two early, led it again, though, by six at the end of one, and they lead here at halftime by a count of a dozen, 38-26. Heck, your thoughts on what... Uh, I guess I'm a little surprised because uh, as good of a win the Cavemen had against Riley the other night on the opposite, Michigan City coming off a, a tough loss Friday to Hammond Central, 76-49. Not that those scores Friday well, dictate well, anything here, but I, I guess I expected the Cavemen to play a little better in the first half. Well, let me tell you this much. Uh, Hammond Central is, is one of the top teams up in the region, so that's no surprise to me. And uh, Riley... Riley is not as talented as Michigan City is. And, and, and you said uh, Michigan City hot. They're shooting 50% from the field and 57% from the three-point line. 83% from the uh, charity stripe. Uh, they're five of six, and they have four turnovers. Conversely uh, speaking here, Mishawaka shooting 46% from the field, 66% from the three-point line at two for three, but only 10 of 17 for 59% from the charity stripe, and then with 10 turnovers. So, you know, uh, six more turnovers, uh, seven free throws missed, and Michigan City making eight threes. That adds up to that 12-point uh, lead. 
individual scoring. First for the visiting Wolves. Six points for Brighton Franklin off the bench. Three for Anthony Murphy off the bench. And then in the scoring column from a starting role, Allen Briggs with a dozen, a three-pointer, three two-pointers, and three or four free throw shooting. And Jamie Hodges, despite lots of foul trouble, three threes, three twos, and two of two at the line. He's got 17. Those are the scoring totals. Just four players on the scoreboard column for Michigan City. Mishawaka, meanwhile, has played two, four, six, eight, nine players. Only one, two, three, four, five of the score. Jackson Snyder with three free throws and four tries for his three. A three-pointer for Anthony Nelson mid-second quarter for his three. Five for Brady Fisher on two field goals and a free throw. Five for Cooper Pritchett on one first quarter basket and three for four three free throw shooting. And Arthur Jones off the bench with ten. He came on with five in each of the two quarters on two two-point field goals, a three-pointer, and hitting three of five at the free throw line elsewhere. Matt Pelletier, Ace Troyer, Jack Troyer, and starter Rasan Johnson have played but not yet scored. It is 28, or check that, 38-26 our score. All to the possession arrow to Michigan City with Allen Hodges, uh, or I'm sorry, Jamie Hodges on the court working with three fouls, and we are ready to begin the second half. I've got to believe the first couple of minutes of this third quarter are critical for the cavemen, Heck. Well, we always talk about the first three minutes of the second half. The, the last three of the first half and the first three of the second half are huge. Baseline drive by Hodges. Jump pass out center floor. Picked up by Vicari. Now back to Hodges. Right point works on Rasan. Now pull up fadeaway jumper. Well off balance. No good. Rebounded by Nelson and the cavemen. Nelson waits for things to clear. Gives it away to Rasan. Just across the timeline now. Just underway in period three. Fisher in the corner. Baseline right. Jackson Snyder. Bounce pass over. And a jump up. A great little reach in defensively by Jameer Nelson. Caught Anthony Nelson literally as he was bringing the ball up about the belt line and tied him up into a jump ball. Anthony did have a look at a three, but he's got to be quicker getting that off. Inbounds. Nelson will trigger to Rasan. Johnson center floor. 38-26, 38-26, the lead is 12, which was our halftime score. Baseline right, on the wing, Brady in the paint. Pritchett, double team, kicks it out. Nelson kicks, shoots, misses from three. Loose ball, rebound, Karam's on the baseline, picked up by Hodges. Hodges on the push, into the right corner to Nelson for Michigan City. Looking inside, nothing there. He'll give it away, a little pull-up jumper, missed by Marcus Day, and the rebound down to Mishawaka. Oh, bad pass by Jackson Snyder. Loose ball on the floor, saved by Rassam. Johnson up the floor, he'll dribble to the paint, dishes it right side, and it's untucked, out of bounds, on an unforced error by the caveman. Rassam kind of being out of control a little bit. He's having a rough start here. Rassam's got to get one to go down and uh, allow him to uh, maybe relax a little bit. Now they're saying that uh, the ball was tipped by Michigan City, so it indeed is not a turnover, and uh, the Cavemen will get, get the break. ball. Big break for Mishawaka. Well, let's in- see if they can capitalize. They'll inbound at baseline right in their forecourt at 6.52, third quarter. Along with Ron Heglinski, I'm Brian Miller. Thanks to Matt Embry for that update on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. He'll have a post-game edition coming up when we're all through here. Tom Wells is out uh, doing KP duty. Or actually, he is the finder of the perspiration. Yeah, we do it all. Us head coaches, uh, we know how to do it. We do it all. Just ask our wives. Right? Oh, absolutely. Ron, you know everything, man. You think you know everything, Ron. Thank you, honey. Yes, dear. 
Thank you, honey. Oh, I'm not goodness. touching that. My sweet wife, Monica. I love that girl, man. Oh, she is sweet. Sweet Monica, Just like man. Jackie Miller, what they put up with. Sweet Jackie Miller, What man. they put up with. I like that. It's got a great ring to it, man. Sweet Monica Heck. Inbounds, Caveman now. Waiting, waiting. Rasan fires it into Jackson Snyder. Ashmark right side. Goes to Nelson. Back to Snyder. Snyder left point to Fisher. Brady on the dribble entry. Out to the wing right side. Nelson fakes, dribbles. Little stutter step. Bounces underneath. Cooper Pritchett called for an offensive player. Control foul. Dropping the shoulder as he tried to back in on his defender. And Cooper Pritchett guilty of his third foul. And he, he did push a little bit there. I mean, just go up with a quick, Coop. Trust your ability to get up and finish. Let's see if we can get the fourth foul here in, in some in some uh, fashion on Jamie Hodges. Maybe somebody step underneath him as he leaves, and we get a charge call. Score still 38-26. Now Hodges dribbles around the defender and then runs into the free throw lane and with a nice soft pull-up jumper gets his 19 points. The was, average is 24. That was big time right there. A money shot. Top side was on. Looks inside, looks outside. Back right wing goes to Jackson. Johnson, inside feed to Cooper Pritchett. Fakes and he puts it up and it gets stuck in the crotch of the basket between the rim and the glass. I know what the crotch of the basket is, man. But so every time I see that, I, I kind of smile because I, I just kind of smile. You just I don't say, even know why. I just you couldn't even smile. say that. that. That's you know. I know. I have I, I have uh, I have some fans that specifically wait for that for that quote each year. And the dribble drive right side, right around three defenders. Jamie Hodges putting on a show right now. He's got 21, 42, half of the points for Michigan City by Hodges. They lead it 42 to 26. Jump pass in the corner. Nelson, baseline right to Pritchett. Outside the Nelson, he'll catch and shoot from three, and he'll get it. Anthony Nelson needs a few more of those three bangers. His sixth point, 42-29 with 5.35 to play, third quarter. Michigan City went to a 2-3 zone a little bit, maybe to protect Hodges. Hodges, little dribble push pass off to the left side. Briggs inside. Now Day outside to Hodges. He'll slice it around, and he'll throw a spinner off the glass up and in. Great body can control but what great ball English as it literally crawled over the rim and off the window and then the outside pass by Rasad Johnson deflected by a Wolves defender into the bleacher area possession of Mishawaka they will retain it that's twice that Hodges has left his feet and got to the rack and nobody from Mishawaka got underneath him to take a charge 44-29 with 5.05 to play third period we were skip pass to Nelson Thought about a three, dribble entry into the right point. Now top side, dribbling, spinning, lost the handle. Somehow the ball was picked up by Anthony Nelson on the baseline. Hook pass out to the left point. Goes to Jackson Snyder. Center circle. Between the rings goes to Rasan. Now top side, he'll think about it. He'll bank it a three. Maybe that'll get the K-Man Jr. started his first field goal of the game. Rasan averages 7.8. And it is 44-32. The K-Man Trying to hang around, down by 12 at NBA 3. Hodges, Remy, no. Rebound, Rasan. Johnson on the push. Brings it against two city defenders. Jump pass to Pritchett on the wing left side. Dribbles in the paint. Reverse skip pass in the corner. Nelson catching, shooting, missing. Rebound, Pritchett back up. And in, and a foul. Big offensive board for the caveman. 
and a Cooper Pritchett free throw could pull the caveman within single digits. They trail by 10. It's a great, that is a great play uh, by Cooper Pritchett. First of all, finding the offensive rebound, understanding where it's going to come, and then giving a little head fake, uh, drawing the foul, and now he's looking for a three-point play the old-fashioned way, man. Come on, Coop, knock this in. Substitution, Caveman Rasan Johnson takes the chair as the free throw is good, and Arthur Jones returns to the Mishawaka combination. They've cut it within nine. It's not been pretty, but at 4-10 to play third quarter, it's 44-35 Wolves. Michigan City basketball, Hodges, double team, jump pass to the left wing. Franklin thought about a three, goes back to the left corner. Center floor to Hodges, right side to Briggs. Baseline dribble drive, now it cuts into the lane area, out to the right wing. Vicari catches, shoots, launches three, misses three, rebound Brady Fisher. Fisher waits for things to clear, gives to Jones. Jones left side to Pritchett, drives the lane, back out to Arthur. Arthur on the push, little flip pass to the lane, intercepted, stolen by the, the Wolves. Now back the other way, Hodges has it tipped away, stolen by Arthur Jones. He'll go coast to coast, running left-handed layup, misses the layup, rebound by Hodges. Here come the Wolves the other way, back on the alley-oop, they'll try the alley-oop dunk. It's missed by Briggs, he'll put it back up and in. That was some fast and furious pace there. A turnover by Mishawaka really hurt in that possession. Had a chance to cut that to seven. In the free throw circle, Brady Fisher kicks it out. Nelson catching, shooting, missing three, rebound, Michigan City. Brighton Franklin clears the glass at 3.07 third quarter, and it is a 46-35 Michigan City lead. Cabin cut it to nine. They trailed by a dozen at halftime. Cut it to nine with the ball and a chance to cut it to either six or seven, and then turned it over. And missed a layup in the process that would have made it a seven-point ball game. Briggs. Hashmark right side. They're trying to pull Mishawaki in their man-to-man out defensively and spread the four a little bit. Out center floor there. Yes, it is Hodges working with 23 points on this game. He averages 24 and a half. Okay, here's the mismatch now. Cooper Pritchett on Hodges. Hodges gets a screen. This is a wide-open dribble drive. Going for the dunk. Hodges almost tried to airmail over top of Nelson. The rebound with Michigan City. And then a drive to the basket by Briggs, and he's fouled. So Hodges has a two-point play, but he tries to dunk it. But here's here's the worst part of that. He's hanging in the air for nine seconds. we got to get someone underneath him to get that charge to get that fourth foul. I mean, every time I dunked it, I was in the air for seven seconds. And it always seemed to be someone there to take a charge. 223rd quarter, the guy who takes the majority of the Chargers defensively for Mishawaka was actually guarding him out at the top of the floor. That would be Cooper Pritchett. And speaking of, Pritchett, who picked up his fourth foul, will take a chair, as will Anthony Nelson and the Troyer tandem. Senior Ace Troyer and junior Jack Troyer will head back into the K-band combination here with 2.20 to go third quarter, and the Michigan City lead has... Elevated back to 12 and now returns to 13 as Alan Briggs goes two for two on that trip to the free throw stripe. And he's five of six there on the night. When, when, when Cooper Pritchett switched out on Hodges, uh, Michigan City should have went into a 1-4 low and let Hodges have that whole area to work into. Center floor, Jones brings it into the K-band four court against a 1-3-1 or actually a kind of a 2-3 zone that is rotating. Wing left. 
Jones. Bounce pass in the corner to Jack Troyer. Bounce pass inside to Fisher. Bobbled it, retained it, and a nice running right-handed hook shot up and good by Brady Fisher. Brady with seven. He averages eight. 48-37. Came in hanging around. Down 11 with a minute 50 third quarter. Center floor is Murphy now. Goes to Briggs. Briggs runs by Jack Troyer. Dribbles down the middle of the lane. Running scoop layup. No good around two defenders. He missed the layup. Rebound came in. Jack Troyer in the forecourt. Goes to the corner left. Goes to Arthur. Top side to Fisher. Fisher swings it right point to Jackson Snyder. A minute 90. Or how about 90 seconds? A minute and a half to go. Third quarter. Arthur steps in. Drives around the defender. Misses. Rebound Jackson Snyder. And then he's tied up in the paint and will call a jump ball. Wasn't sure if there's maybe going to be a three-second call, a five-second call, or maybe a ten-second call. There was a lot of people standing in the lane a long time. Well, uh, the caveman get the ball out underneath, and uh, let's see if they run that little single-double action where where you got uh, the passer has his choice of coming in either way. Inbounds, Arthur Jones, post lob to Brady Fisher, catches, steps in between, throws up a shot off the window with the right hand. Goes very high off the glass, and Brady Fisher's got nine. 48-39. Brady Fisher's really coming into his own as a basketball player. His lo- his arms are so long that, that he's shown he can score almost anywhere now. At 6-4 and very, very strong. Fisher will step outside on Hodges, and then the outlet pass by Hodges. Deflected out of bounds right to Dean Huppert and the scores table area across the way. There was that switch again by Mishawaka out on on the floor, on the Hodges, and Hodges had a favor a favorable mismatch if they go 1-4 low during that. Inbounds, Michigan City, they lead it by 9 with 48 seconds of counting third quarter. Ashmark right side, Bakari in the circle. Off the ball, a whistle and a foul. Walk a mile in my shoes, young man, because you did travel. Second turnover for uh, Michigan City. Uh, Mishawaka has two turnovers, so... The uh, floor game has been a little cleaner here in the second half. 38 seconds, backcourt inbounds to Arthur Jones. He'll run up the floor, defended by Hodges. Arthur with his back to, of course, behind the dribble. And Tom Wells is going to go nuts because his ace, Jamie Hodges, just got called for a reach and foul defensively. Hodges cannot believe it. Well, no, that's, that's, a, bad, that's a, that a really bad play for Hodges with 32 seconds left in the third quarter to even put yourself in a position to foul 42 feet away from the basket. He, get back, get back. He was all engaged in the one-on-one no, was, against Arthur. It, it was a, it was just a very bad decision on that play. Jones will now in the K-band forecourt work it at 20 seconds right wing. Goes to Jackson Snyder. 2-3 zone, 2-1-2 zone kind of rotating by the Wolves down to 12 seconds. Snyder goes to the corner. Jones launches, misses three, rebound Briggs, Briggs in transition, now left to Bakari in transition, the running layup is good at three seconds. Get inbounds by the caveman, and then they throw it away, trying to get a quick inbounds to Arthur Jones. That was a big finish by Vicari on, on that Arthur Jones miss of a three, and now uh, I'm sure they're going to put maybe, I don't know, there's three tenths of a second on, there should, there should probably be about eight-tenths of a second. Daniel Escalante is going over to talk to Brody or to Bodie Bender. I'm surprised that Tom Wells is not trying to get 
a, few a little more, more time. Yeah, a little more time put on that clock. And, and we haven't mentioned our officials, Daniel Escalani, Raymond Dix. Uh, so and three tenths Jeffrey of a second. Gorbell. Inbounds. They touch and shoot his guard. Inbound on the alley-oop with only three tenths of a second. And the officials will say it counted good. Bodie Bender will not buy it. And we go to the quarter break. And the basket will count. Of course, the argument is, in, in scientific mode, how much time does it take to catch and shoot? Three-tenths of a second is not a lot of time. Well, it's not a lot of time. But the way that play ended up is he never had to catch it and load up and then shoot it. Uh, he caught it in one motion and let it go. The shot counts. We go to the quarter break after three-hour score. Michigan City 52, Mishawaka 39. We'll have fourth quarter play-by-play after this. You're in two with Mishawaka K-Band basketball. We turn the page to quarter number four. Along with Ron Heglinski, I'm Brian Miller. Some scores on the U.S. Sinecrafters School Board and girls basketball tonight. The Lady K-Band go on the road. To the north side of South Bend and defeat South Bend Clay 47 to 31. In boys action tonight, it was all Northwood winning on the road at Jimtown. They beat the Jimmies handily. Panthers win it 66 to 28. So this is the the time period now that Mishawaka needs to go on a, on on the run. Now, uh, uh, Jamie Hodges is out of the game to start this fourth period. And uh, let's see if Mishawaka can D it up two or three trips here and then go down and, and get and get a couple scores and get back into this. It's only a 13-point game. Inbounds to the Wolves. Briggs will dribble in the wing right side. Now gives it up on the reverse skip pass out to Murphy. Murphy has picked up his dribble. In the defense is Mishawaka, the man-to-man. It is Bakari. Baseline dribble drive, and he'll throw it away as he tries to explode to the basket. And then dish to Brighton Franklin in the corner, but that was a Roger Clemens fastball that Franklin could hang on to. Possession out of bounds to Mishawaka. Well, that's 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 the first stop that they need to get. Now, now you need to come down and get a bucket here. In the corner, Brady Fisher reverses it outside to Jack Troyer. Thought about a three. Goes center floor to Arthur. Jones, Jackson Snyder, inside to Fisher. Running right-handed layup on the left side of the glass. That's a tough angle. But Brady Fisher's got 11. Came in, now pulling in 11. Backcourt press now. The Wolves handle it. They'll jump pass it across the way. Stolen by Ace Troyer. Outlets to Fisher. Fisher with a running layup is good. Fisher with back-to-back buckets. And don't look down. The Cayman cut it to 11 with 7-10 to play. Baseball pass in the corner. Day, double team. Outlets it. And now a dunk under the basket by Brighton Franklin. That time they went on the attack and they were very crisp with their passes. And come up with a big basket. Troyer, bounce pass in the paint. Ace Troyer goes for the hook shot. Had it blocked. Loose ball rebound. Comes down to Michigan City. Here comes Vicari. He'll go in transition. Bobble the dribble. And then he'll pass an outlet to Franklin. And it goes literally off his forehead. Out of bounds. That's the third turnover in this fourth quarter. In this minute and 15 seconds for Michigan City. Uh, And the Cavemen have a chance to cut this now into single digits. 54-43. 6.40 to play here in the fourth. Arthur Jones, center floor, goes to Jackson Snyder. Troyer to Troyer. Ace on the baseline. Outlets to Snyder. Left wing now to Arthur. 
Top side to Snyder. Now to Arthur. On the post to Ace Troyer. Back out to Arthur. Left side, Arthur gets it back from Jackson Snyder. Center floor to Snyder. Left wing, Arthur dribbles, fakes it. Jump pass outletted. Intercepted by Briggs. Briggs on the steal. One on two. Reverse layup. Up no. Missed it left side. Rebound Brady Fisher. Ball knocked away. Fisher will jump on the basketball. There's a scrum for the loose ball. And alternate possession arrow. Will it rule or will Michigan City get the ball and burn the timeout? I think Michigan City got the timeout, to be honest with you. But that just goes to show you what I know, because they didn't. They called for the jump ball. I thought in the process, Brady Fisher got fouled three times. It's the first time that I've seen Raymond Dix officiate with glasses on. Now, if I could go down to the court right now and say, Ray, I've been telling you for ten years you needed glasses, man. (laughs) Now I get out of coaching, you start wearing glasses. Substitution, Rasan Johnson will check back in. Jack Troyer will take a chair. So the K-men with the alternate possession arrow in their favor on this possession get the basketball, trailing by 11 with 6.03 to play. Up the floor, Johnson swings it left side to Snyder. Now they'll go right side to Fisher. Ace Troyer on the baseline, nothing there. Back out to Fisher, top side to Rasan. Against the zone defense, it's rotating for Michigan City. Right point. Johnson. Caveman swinging left side to Arthur. Arthur on the catch left side. Back top side to Jackson Snyder. Now Johnson stinks. Fires. Throws up the three. Misses the tray. Rebound Murphy. Murphy outlets it up the floor. And underneath the basket Franklin tries to thread the needle on the bounce pass. It's knocked out by the caveman. 5-34th quarter. Rashawn just can't get going tonight. I think he's made one three. And, and, and the bank was open on that one. Inbounds, high lob, comes near side, hash mark right. In the forecourt to Vicari. Hands it away. It is Briggs. Now Vicari. Baseline dribble drive. Now a bounce pass underneath to Franklin. Little mini jumpers. Good. Brighton, Franklin with 10. Four of which here in the fourth quarter. It's 56 43. Right wing, Arthur Jones. Center floor to Rassam. Deep left point to Jackson Snyder. In the paint. Double team. Fisher out to Arthur. Dribbles, drives, jumps, shoots. Traveling violation on the caveman. Second turnover in, the, in this fourth period. Now, um, pretty soon we're getting to the five-minute mark. Uh, look for maybe Jamie Hodges to come back in here. Maybe at the four-minute mark with four fouls. Now, the caveman will employ a little bit of a, a full-court press here. Looks like maybe a, a, a man-to-man run-and-jump. In the backcourt, the Murphy with the basketball brings it up, playing the point right now for the Wolves. Center floor to Nelson for Michigan City. They lead it 56-43, and then Nelson, who picks up his dribble, is fouled by Rasan Johnson. Pretty clean half on, on, on fouls here. Uh, uh, the first half, both teams uh, were in the one-and-one. Mishawaka has three fouls, and Michigan City only has two team fouls with 448 left in this game. 56-43, Michigan City with the advantage of 13. They led it by 12 at halftime. Got off to a great start and really have not looked back. Deep right point, Jameer Nelson. Center floor goes left point to Vicari. Vicari down in front of us to Murphy. Anthony Murphy, the sophomore, dribbles with the left hand to the top of the circle. Picked up by East Troyer. Fakes left, goes right. Gives up the basketball left point. Goes there to Briggs. Briggs now dribbles to the right side. Back on the point. Reverses it out center floor. The Wolves are going to be as patient as they 
want to be and need to be because they again have the big lead and Tom Wells not liking their offensive flow will burn a timeout. We'll do the same at 418 to play fourth quarter. Timeout on the floor with the Wolves of Michigan City leading your K-Ben of Mishawaka 56-43. It's a 30-second timeout. We'll do the same back after this on 96-1 the time. Back to the cave at Mishwaka High School, along with Ron Heglitzky. I'm Brian Miller. Coach, it was 288 days ago that you coached this caveman club in the sectional and gets the same opponent. Does it seem like 288, or does it feel like 20 minutes? Seems like 287, to be honest with you. But who's counting, right? Yeah, but who's counting? But I had a great time, man. Great career. Great time. And now you're stuck with the radio guy upstairs. Jump pass. Now I'm having a blast watching Jamie Hodge get back into this game. And he's going to work down inside, missing the running layup, and then a loose ball tie-up between he and Arthur Jones. And Hodge is on the court, colliding with Ace Troyer. Pleasant handshakes exchanged all the way around as everybody helps each other up, and possession will stay with the Wolves. Tom Wells with a good shuffleboard slide of the towel out from the far sideline. So I will tell you this, Jamie Hodges is a warrior. I mean, he, he's got four fouls, and he must have left his feet and dove about four feet to tie that basketball up. He's a special player, and not just a scorer. He'll do a lot of everything. Inbounds in the corner, but Carey all alone, launching three, missing three. Rebound checked off by Brady Fisher. Outlets to Arthur. Arthur gets a high dribble, bobbles the dribble. Loose ball stolen away. Outlet to Hodges, and he's easy layup and score. Steal and score on the double team against Arthur Jones. And it's 58-43 with 3.50 to play. Jones, reverse skip pass. Left side, Fisher to Ace Troyer. Now to Jones. Right side. Goes to Jackson. Inside, left-handed running. Hook shot is good by Rasan Johnson. They need Rasan to heat up. Five points for the K-Man Jr. 58-45 with 3.33 to play. Outside right, hash mark. Ball stolen away. Arthur Jones with a push. Takes it down inside of the defender. Put it up and in. Good body angle by Arthur Jones who collides hard on the hardwood here, but will pick up the defensive foul on Michigan City's Anthony Murphy. That'll be his first, third on the team, and a free throw coming up for the K-Band senior. Arthur has a chance for the old-fashioned three-point play, which would cut this lead to 10 with 327 remaining. And then, and then, and then look, okay, if Arthur can knock his free throw down, It'll give uh, Mishawaka an opportunity to get into a pressing situation. That basket was the first points of the second half for Mishawaka's Arthur Jones, who averages 14 points per contest, coming off a 25-point performance. Last Friday versus South Bend Riley, this free throw is nothing but net. Arthur at the stripe tonight. Four of six, substitution. Ace Troyer will take a chair and working with four fouls. Cooper Pritchett will check back in. We're down to 3.27 to play in a 10-point ball game, 58-48. Backcourt, Hodges gets it. He'll run up the floor. Jump pass across to Vicari. Turns, spins, trying to draw the charge foul as Cooper Pritchett. But Vicari, with a nice smooth spin move, puts in his fourth point, 60-48. Center floor, Rasan, double team. Lobs it out center floor to Jackson Snyder. Chases it down. Dribbles to the top side. Gives to Arthur. Arthur dribbles inside the arc. Puts up a deuce. Rattles in and out. No. Rebound Brady Fisher. Had a knock off of his hands. Loose ball rebound by Michigan City. And a pushing foul on the K-Ben. If Michigan City is going to continue to play this 2-3 zone, it could be a situation where Coach Bender can go offense and defense 
and get uh, Ian or uh, Anthony Nelson in this game on the offensive end. K-Ben foul whistled on Cooper Pritchett. That will be his fifth. So he will foul out of this game at 2.59 to play and finish his night with seven points. Well, he's still in the game, so they must not have called it on him. Well, they've, was, they've called five on Pritch. He's probably got about eight, but they called five. <laughs> he's just a tough, tough kid, man. Loves to play. But someone's missing the ball here if that's his fifth foul. Actually, I think they're saying it was actually it was a mistake. He's only got four. He's still on the floor. Hodges gets the inbounds, runs it to the left side, out to the Curry, spot up three, misses. Weak side rebound, put up no by Allen Briggs in a foul. I will tell you that I don't I don't think Tom Wells liked that three by Vakari. I think they're in a position now where they can run a little clock and, uh, and maybe shoot free throws, and that's exactly what they got because they got a great backside offensive rebound by Allen Briggs, the uh, 6'2 junior. Free throws upcoming here for Briggs. The southpaw who has hit 6 of 7 at the strike tonight. Pritchett, three in the second half here. Pritchett and Johnson will take cheers. Jack Troyer and Anthony Nelson will sub back in. 2.51 to play. Caveman trails 61-48, make it 62-48. As they inadvertently put the wrong point on the scoreboard for Mishawaka, it should be 62-48. And now they correct the scoreboard. Center floor, Jack Troyer. Baseline left corner. Goes to Snyder. They'll kick it from the left to right side. Now Nelson outside to Jones. Dribbles in the lane. Running floater. Just cannot fall. Loose ball rebound to Hodges. Hodges races out of the crowd. Little shovel pass inside. A little basket toss to Briggs with a running layup is good. Briggs has got 20. So what do we always say? Run the court and you will be rewarded if you run the court. That's exactly what happened there. Nelson double team, kind of throws an elbow or two, tries a backdoor lob on the baseline, intercepted by Briggs. Up the floor, the carry down under the basket is bumped and fouled by Jack Troyer. And they'll say a foul on the floor, not, not in the act of shooting. It's kind of unraveled a little bit here for Mishawaka. They've taken some quick shots. They've turned it over a little bit. And this lead has spread now to 16 points. 2.05 to play. 64-48 Michigan City. Inbounds, lob in the forecourt. Briggs with a basketball. Waits, hands to Hodges. Hodges waits for things to clear. Goes against Arthur, takes it right side, and Jones called for the reach-on foul. Basically, the offensive player Hodges had dribbled past him by half a step. And is that'll be the seventh foul, so Hodges will be at the line shooting a one and one. And I don't want to, so maybe I do want to put the jinx rule on him and say he's going to make both of them. Well, he's pretty good no matter what he does. I, I don't think a jinx rule matters to him, man. 25 points for Jamie Hodges, he averages 24. He had 17 and a half, and there you go, the jinx rule. Yes, the there we go. missed free throw rebounded to the caveman. Jones thought about a three from the NBA reg. Now topside, he'll catch and shoot from three. Banks it off the back iron. No rebound off of the hand of Jameer Nelson. But they'll say the underneath official will say Brady Fisher knocked it out of his possession out of bounds. And I don't like that call. Ray, I'm not sure the glasses are helping you, man. 
Backcourt inbounds. Hodges long log up at the floor and is deflected as it just gets midcourt to Jameer Nelson or to the middle of the backcourt rather. And they'll say Nelson deflected off his own hand once it was touched by Arthur Jones. I'm not sure I saw that call, but either way, the KBM will take the possession. They'll work the basketball feverishly up the floor in a minute 40 to play. Outside right wing, catch and shoot Trey. Missed by Nelson. Loose ball rebound. Caroms around. Jackson Snyder picks it up. Goes inside to Fisher. The Fisher bobbled the ball, but it went off the kneecap of Brighton Franklin out of bounds. A minute 27, fourth quarter. Lead is still 16 for Michigan City. And out of bounds play. Let's 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 find let's try and find Anthony Nelson here for a nice look at a three. Marcus Day subs in for Jameer Nelson for Michigan City. Now the inbounds to Jones. He'll try to dribble penetrate. Ball deflected away as he tries to thread the needle and bounce pass in the paint. Vicari running prayer. He'll throw up in the lane. It's an air ball. No rebound. His own shot as the ball was knocked around and then the ball knocked out of bounds by Mishawaka. A minute 15, fourth quarter. As we wrap things up here, the K-Band girls basketball team, Coach Chad Blasco and company on the road tonight at Clay coming home after a win. Did not hear earlier, they on the U.S. Sidecraft scoreboard defeated the Colonials over on the north side of South Bend, 47-31. to Here a foul on Arthur Jones. That's the fifth foul on Jamie Hodges. Oh, wow, okay, they had number 21 on the board still. So it actually, yes, it was Hodges' foul. As Hodges uncharacteristically turned the ball over two plays in a row here and tried to get it back and reached in for his fifth foul. So possession to the caveman with 112 to play. Arthur Jones walks it up the floor. Right wing, Snyder, nothing there. Back top side, left wing, three ball missed by Nelson. Loose ball squirts out. Saved by Fisher, but it's saved into the hands of Michigan City. They'll go in transition. Briggs takes it to the glass. Caught off defensively by Jones. Loose ball rebound, put up and in. Offensive board there by Benjamin Martin. And a timeout taken by the Wolves, but there's an injured Michigan City player down on the play. Shake it up. Really grimacing in pain right now is Allen Briggs. So the medical staff from Mishawaka, Hannah Hess, trainer, will check him out. And will we have a timeout? I do believe that is the case. 54 seconds to play. And a stoppage in play. Briggs is really a good player. He's he's long. He is long and lean. He's, He's a lefty. He's a runner. He runs the court. He's got a great stroke. He hasn't missed a free throw tonight, I don't believe. He may be 6 for 6 or 7 for 7. But he, but athletically, he's he's a really, really good basketball player for Michigan City. So now you put Briggs on the court with Hodge. Uh, Vicario is a nice player. And then and then you talk about Marcus Day, number 23, the 6'6 post player. Hey, fans, remember to add some real crunch to your holiday parties. Pick up a bag of Jay's Crunchers potato chips. A proud sponsor of high school sports on the radio, Jay's Crunchers. A little crunch for your holiday. Lob on the right point. Fisher outside to Arthur. Steps back, launches three, misses a three. Too strong off the grim. Rebounded by Michigan City. Up the floor, Murphy. Murphy turns, spins left corner, finds an opening. Dribble drive now there by Martin. He bobbled the ball, then the loose ball picked up. And a dribble drive by Gary Mitchell, who's subbed in for his first look tonight. And he's fouled by a K-man defender. It's kind of helter-skelter time right now. Well, there's 35 seconds left in this game. Uh, Michigan City obviously 
has this basketball game in hand with an 18-point lead. Um, number 12 at the line for Michigan City, trying to get loose a little bit. Gary Mitchell, his first junior, a six a six foot junior. His first look tonight on the court, and he misses the front end of the free throw. That was a result of Jack Troyer's second foul. Team's eighth of the half at 66 to 48. Caveman had cut it down to 9, they'd cut it to 8, they'd cut it to 12, it was back to 15, it was back down to 10. They had they it. just couldn't get it over the hump. They had it at 9 with the ball. Top side. Right wing now to Arthur Jones. Double team, bobbled the loose ball, then it was knocked away by a defender and by Benjamin, or rather by Benjamin Martin. And they will say, is it a foul? Yes, it is. It's Martin's first foul. It's a common foul, just the fifth on the Wolves, and at 24 seconds, inbound to Mishawaka. In the corner, they'll find Arthur Jones, thought about a three, dribbles inside the arc, takes it down the middle of the lane, triple team, quadruple team, outlets down to Nelson, outlets to Jackson Snyder, catch and shoot from three, too strong, weak side rebound, Brady Fisher back up, knowing a foul on the floor. By Michigan City defensively. So possession came in at 7.8 seconds. Trailing 67 to 48. This one is certainly unraveled here in the fourth quarter. Inbounds, Fisher at six, catches, dribbles, shot blocked, and a foul. Marcus Day guilty for his third. Brady will get to the foul line here with four. Oh, I stand abandoned. That is actually his fifth foul. I definitely missed a couple. Brady's one for two. Fisher's had a good ball game, though. No, he's he's really improved, and, and plus he's you know he's just getting his football legs back right now. He's got great size at six four. He's got long arms. He, he's finishing near the basket now. He likes that. He likes that little jump hook to his left shoulder. I think Brady Fisher is really coming into his own as a high school basketball player right now. So Fisher with a free throw opportunity here at 4.8 seconds to go, and he hits this one off the back iron, too strong, no good. And a Michigan City substitution with that last fifth foul by Marcus Day. Sam Wojcicki, the 5'6 sophomore, getting his first token time here tonight. Second Fisher free throw is good. 67-49 inbounds to the Wolves. They're just going to walk it up the backcourt as time expires. Michigan City, an impressive road win tonight here at Mishawaka. Taking down the cavemen on the home court of Mishawaka's maroon and white. Final score, Michigan City winning 67-49. We invite you to stay tuned. Our postgame show is just around the corner. We will check scoring and have some statistics and more. Have some thoughts from the coach, Rod Heklinski, and certainly look ahead to caveman basketball in their Northern Lakes Conference opener on Friday night at Concord versus the Minutemen. All that and more on the way during the postgame show, which will also include a postgame edition of scores and more on the U.S. Seinfrafter School Board with the one and only Matt Embry. Again, our final here tonight from the cave, the JV team for Mishawaka winning 52-33, but the news not nearly as good for the varsity team. They fall to 3-2 and two on the season as they drop a 67-49 contest here to the Wolves. We'll be back with our postgame show coming up next. Year 2 with Mishawaka K-Band Basketball on 96 won the ton and the Mishawaka Network. This is the Mishawaka Cavemen Postgame Show on 96-1, the ton. 
fans heading for the exits here tonight. As Mishawaka High School, the host to the Wolves of Michigan City, just the third ever meeting between these two schools. They met last year in a round one sectional battle down at Plymouth. Saw the Wolves win a thriller 58-55. Prior to that, it's been 19 years between meetings. Last meeting was uh, prior to last year's section was January 4-03 over at the Wolves' Den, 65-53, Michigan City won. And this year on the regular season schedule, Michigan City comes a-calling and really, Ron, point blank, got off to a great start and never really slowed down. Certainly Mishawaka figured some things out and made a ball game of it on two or three occasions because they were down by six at the end of one, and that's after they were down 12-2 to in the first quarter. Couldn't get over the hump. Second quarter, that six-point lead, doubled to a 12-point advantage, 38-26. Third quarter, Michigan City never let Mishawaka really get on track until middle of the period. Cavemen cut it to 10. They cut it to 9. I know one time in particular you talked about a 9-point game. You get a stop defensively. You have possession, and you have kind of a meaningless possession when you had the chance to cut the game down to either 6 or 7. Came in, couldn't capitalize. They would go to the quarter break after three, trailing by a dozen. Still 52, or actually by 13, 52-39. And in the end, uh, a fourth quarter that just uh, Michigan City never let the Cavemen put together a real rally to get back with any momentum in this game. And the uh, the visiting Wolves would improve to 4-1 of the year with a 67-49 victory. Mishawaka had its opportunities in this game. With, with Jamie Hodges out of the game, out of a 32-minute game. Man, I like that song by Jackson Brown. I don't even want to talk. I want to hear this song He's by Jackson hear the music, Brown. Eh? But uh, Jamie Hodges was out of this game uh, probably for maybe 10 or 11 minutes due to severe foul trouble. Had three fouls in the first half. Picked up his fourth uh, with maybe 30 seconds left in the third quarter and sat out the first uh, four and a half minutes of the fourth quarter. But, but Mishawaka could never make the big bucket when they had to from the chair or, or from the free throw line tonight they were uh 12 for 21 for 57 percent uh for, uh from the threes they were um four for 14 for 29 percent they shot 37 percent from the field had 15 turnovers and and when mishawaka got close uh uh, Michigan City would ratchet up their quickness on the defensive end, turn them over a time or two, and, and then finish in transition. I thought it was a great game from, for Mishawaka to play because, you know, this is the benchmark now of what they got to do to maybe be competitive and win that Laporte sectional this year. Now, I came away with this game uh, not watching the film, but I came away just my initial thought process is that, is that Mishawaka can definitely compete with Michigan City. And as they clean some things up uh, during the season here, uh, get better and, 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 and be a real competitive force in that Laporte section over this year. And certainly the cavemen competed tonight. And part of that South and Riley game without the services of Tommy Herringer, injured uh, ankle, 
and uh, certainly his status is in question for at least probably the rest of the calendar month of December, and certainly uh, uh, the services of a, a great shooting Maddox Yohe. They're anxious to get him cleared and get him back on the floor. Those two kids certainly want to help tonight, but bottom line, Mishawaka did not play well, in particular from a shooting standpoint. They looked very hesitant all night, like they were scared to either have a shot rejected or swatted away or just not in the flow of the offense like they looked the other night against Riley. Well, well you can't, and, and, and really, in reality, you can't play like that. I mean, I mean, you have to get your feet set. You have to have confidence, and you have to get your shot off. And, and if you miss it, then you miss it. But, I mean, you have to be convicted as a shooter. There, you know, there can't be any, should I shoot it, should I not shoot it? Uh, the question you have to answer is, is it a good shot for you and is it a good shot when we talk about time and score? And if both of those are yes, let it fly, man. I'm just saying let it fly. And uh, Mishawaka, uh, 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 like I said, this is a great test for them. And they'll go back to the drawing board. But I will tell you this much right now. Uh, Tommy Herons will be in that starting lineup Friday night at Concord. When we call that game from Concord's gym, uh, I'm just telling you that right now. He you wants heard to it play. here first. He wants to play. I saw him in warm-ups moving around pretty good. He, he, he looks pretty good, and um, he'll play next or, or, or he'll play Friday night. So now Coach Bender has two days to get ready for his first Northern Lakes Conference game at Concord. Playing Ag- Concord against here. Against his old buddy Derek Deshaun. Against his really good friend. Playing Concord here is, I mean, it's tough. It's an NLC game. Playing Concord at Concord is a lot tougher, trust me. No doubt about that. The K-Men will hit the road to McEwen Jim Friday in their NLC opener, and they will try to uh, bounce back after night 67-49 loss to the Wolves from Michigan City. Again, with the win, Michigan City improves to 4-1. and one. Michigan City's uh, victory sees the Mishawaka record slip to 3-2. and two. Remember, fans, Mishawaka K-Men basketball is powered by Midland Engineering, completing their first century and now beginning their second century of quality roof and experience. And a special thank you to Midland Engineering for their support of high school sports on the radio here, supporting the Mishawaka Cavemen. Our postgame show, we will continue with more here. We'll take this two-minute timeout. We'll check stats from Ron Heklinski, and we'll run down the scoring totals. But first, this timeout, again, our final score, Mishawaka falling here on home to Michigan City. Wolves 67, Cavemen 49. We're back after this on 96-1 the Tunnel. Continuing on the postgame show here from 96-1 the ton, back to Mishawaka High School, the Cave. High atop the Cave here in the Raptors with our postgame show, Ron Heklinski and yours truly, Brian Miller. Uh, an update for you on the U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard. They're going overtime over on the south side of South Bend. Riley and the Northridge Raiders not in 51-51 at the end of regulation. Matt will have an update for you on that score and other scores from high school boys and girls basketball, some college basketball news, and much, much more all coming up on the postgame edition of the U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard. Heck, i got to say this because I know you're the diehard Cub fan uh, as much as I am. My brother-in-law texts me, oh, about 35 or 40 minutes ago. And you didn't and tell said, me till ah, now? We were a little busy. Word on the street is the Cubs having the inside track on some guy named Correa. And you didn't tell me that? I would have done a cartwheel from the from the crow's nest. Well, I'm glad the you didn't because I can't afford to lose you. So um, 
we'll hope we'll hope that the the rumors from up in Benton Harbor, Michigan, are true to form from Chicago. But we'll have to wait and see. Cubs needed a lot of help right now, and uh, right now the Cavemen are going to need a little help to uh, bounce back after tonight's tough loss. On the home floor, they fell 67-49. Wolves led it by 6 after 1, by 12 at halftime. They led it by 13 after 3, and they win it here 67-49. Heck, in fact, if you take the averages, Michigan City averaged 71 points per game coming in. Mishawaka averaged 54 points. That was almost true to form in how this one ended up 67-49. How about some uh, stats or any numbers you want to share with us? Yeah, so I think some important numbers here. Uh, Michigan City made eight threes in the first half, didn't make a three in the second half. They were eight for 17, but they still shot 47% from the three-point line, which is which is really, really good for high school basketball, which is good for any team. They were 10 for 14 from the free throw line for 71%. Conversely speaking, Mishawaka was 12 for 21 from the free throw line for 57%, and uh, Mishawaka was four for 14 from the three-point line for 29%. So, so you take those percentages and those numbers from three and the free-throw line, you reverse those, and, and, and maybe, you know, uh, the game's a little bit closer. Um, uh, Mishawaka commits um, allegedly 15 turnovers and Michigan City 10. So there's roughly five more possessions. Uh, towards the end of the game, uh, Michigan City had some runouts, which extended this lead, and that always happens. So... So you take a game that might be a 10 or an 11-point game, and, and, and that game spreads out to 18. Uh, I mean, realistically, that's a 10-point that's a game for Mishawaka. And I keep going back to this. You had it to 9. You had the ball. Uh, uh, and Arthur had a 12-footer in the lane, and he misses it. And then they go down. They get a run out because Mishawaka doesn't get back. And now instead of that, of that game being down to 7, it's up to 11. And, that was a big swing. And, and those are the swings and the runs in a game that you have to be able to sustain in order to come back because just making that comeback is tough. And the possessions are, are, are really, really critical. It, it, you know, and, and, and when you're behind, it really does become a possession game. And, and uh, uh, much, like I li- much of what I like to say in a baseball game, there are no 10-run home runs. So you have to play it batter by batter or possession possession at a time. And once you get it cut to nine, then you got to really grind and grind and grind and get that to seven or maybe six. Then you got to get down on the defensive end and have a great defensive possession. Basketball is a great game. Basketball is a huge momentum game, uh, uh, much like volleyball. Volleyball is a huge momentum game, too. And uh, Mishawaka had its chances, just couldn't get over the hump. But like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a great game for Mishawaka to play because now they kind of know where they sit with one of the, the highly competitive teams in their sectional. Yeah, of course, that sectional coming up in March. This year in Class 4A will be last year at Plymouth. This year it will be at Laporte. And you will see teams like these Wolves from Michigan City. You will see South Bend Riley. You will see Plymouth. You will see Adams, who Mishawaka will see later in the season there at that sectional. And uh, certainly a six-team tournament that's going to be uh, awfully, awfully competitive. See, I don't understand how it's a Laporte again because three years, uh, my first year we had it here. Three years ago we had it at Laporte. Now it's going back to Laporte. 
It should be in a rotation to where it's Laporte, it's Michigan City, it's Plymouth. Now it's back to Mishawaka. So uh, the powers to be have skipped Mishawaka a little bit there. And, uh, I, I mean, I would – I mean – I want to know why, to be honest with you. We would love to have a sectional back here for boys basketball sooner than later. But uh, right now, we know one thing for sure. The K-Man and these teams will be very competitive and a very balanced sectional when we get to the month of March. And make no mistake about it, there's a lot of basketball to be played here. And and, and what this team, what this Mishawaka team looks like on their fifth game they will be a totally different game on their 15th game as they continue to get better, as those football players get their legs, as Brady Fisher understands how good he can really be because, I mean, he really has a chance to be really good. Brady Fisher had quite a performance tonight leading the cavemen in scoring. In fact, let's check the individual totals, but do it first for the visitors from Michigan City High who win in here 67-49. Benjamin Martin off the bench with two points. Four points for Andrew Vicari all in the second half. Three points on a tray for Anthony Murphy. Ten points tonight for Brighton Franklin off the bench. He averages 80, finished with 10, had two three-pointers and two two-point field goals. Two players hit double figures for Tom Wells' ball club. It was Alan Briggs and, yes, Jamie Hodges. Briggs finishing with 19, 12 of those in the first half on one three-point basket, five two-point field goals, and he was 6 of 7 at the free throw line. Jamie Hodges paced all scores with 25 points, 17 before intermission on three threes, a total of seven twos, and he was 2 for 4 at the free throw line. Elsewhere in scoring tonight, Andrew Holly, Jameer Nelson, Marcus Day, Gary Mitchell, and Sam Wojcicki each played for Michigan City High but did not score. For the Mishawaka Cavemen who dropped this 67-49 decision, tonight three points for Jackson Snyder on three of four free throw shooting, five points for Rasan Johnson, Johnson with a three-pointer and one two-point field goal in the fourth quarter. He was also 0-2 at the free throw line. Six points on a couple of trays for Anthony Nelson, eight points for Cooper Pritchett, Two field goals and hit four of five at the free throw line. Two players hit double figures for Bodie Bender's ball club. 13 for Arthur Jones and 14 for Brady Fisher. Arthur had 10 of those 13 in the first half with a three-pointer, three two-pointers, and a total of four of six at the free throw line. Brady Fisher tonight with 14 points, nine of those after halftime, with a total of six field goals all from two-point range, and he was two of four at the free throw line. Again, our final, we should also mention, though, Jack Troyer, Ace Troyer and Matt Pelletier played for the Cavemen, but did not score. Mishawaka falls to three and two. Michigan City improves to four and one. A, a split tonight, if you will. Mishawaka boys JV winning 52-33. But in the nightcap, the one that counts on the big board, uh, Wolves of Michigan City convincingly win 67-49. Looks like Tom Wells' ball club is going to be pretty good this year. And uh, looking ahead, they're in an interesting stretch because they're on a kind of like an NBA schedule. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday this week. Tonight here, Thursday, home against East Chicago Central, and then a Saturday afternoon matinee game at South Bend Adams to take on Chad Johnston's Eagles. Meanwhile, this caveman club will get back to work they will uh, open the Northern Lakes Conference season on Friday. Uh, this weekend opens NLC play. In addition to the Cavemen and the Minutemen going at it in Dunlap, Northwood will be at Plymouth Friday night. Warsaw will be at Wawasee. And on Saturday, Northridge will host the Goshen Redhawks. Meanwhile, up next for this Michigan City Club, again, East Chicago Central on Thursday. 
and they do not open their conference schedule until January the 6th when they travel to Crown Point. Ron Hecklins, any final thoughts? So you know what I say about conference play or, or any league play that you're playing in. You, you have to take care of your business at home, and then you have to steal one or two on the road. And, and if you can do that, you'll always have a chance to be involved in your conference championship. So Mishawaka has a chance to go on the road on Friday night and take care of business at Concord and get off to a great start in the Northern Lakes Conference. And here's a cub note for you, just for you, from Matt Embry back in the studios, letting us know that today is Ferguson Jenkins' 80th birthday. Uh, so, so okay, Fergie has 21 complete games. Now starting pitchers, they go five innings. They got to ice their arm, they go five innings. Fergie, 20 complete games in one of his seasons. And there are some players that what have is that? 20 complete games in their entire career. What is that? Is that just being tough or what? Uh, the Canadian-born Ferguson era. Jenkins, who then ended up playing for the Harlem Globetrotters. Don't get me started. We'll be here to 11. We'll be here to 11. No, we're not. It's time to go home. Mrs. Miller's calling. So, hey, we'll see you Friday night over Dunlap. Looking forward to it. Ron Eklinski with the color commentary, and we invite you to stay tuned. Our postgame show will wrap up as Matt Embry is standing by with an update on the U.S. Signcrafter School Board. One more time, our final score here from Mishawaka High School, Michigan City 67, Mishawaka 49. Fans, if you weren't here in person, glad you could join us on the radio for the play-by-play. Tune in at 7.05 Friday night for the pregame show, sponsored by School City of Mishawaka, as we bring you the play-by-play in the NLC opener for the boys against the Concord Minutemen. Ron Hecklinski will join me for all the play-by-play Friday night right here on your home for K-Man Basketball, 96-1 the ton. Until then, Brian Miller bidding you a very pleasant good night from the cave at Mishawaka High School. Matt Embry in the U.S. Signcrafter Studios. We continue our post-game coverage following Mishawaka's 67-49 loss tonight at the Cave to Michigan City. As mentioned by Brian Miller, the Cavemen will open Northern Lakes Conference play on Friday here on 96-1 the ton in Dunlap against the Concord Minutemen. Again, our pregame coverage starting at 7.05 Friday here on 96.1 The Ton. This is the U.S. Signcrafter Scoreboard Show. U.S. Signcrafters, if you have graphic needs or custom signage needs, but also demand superior installation and service, U.S. Signcrafters has you covered with the region's only three-year warranty. Check out their offerings today at ussigncrafters.com. Elsewhere in Northern Lakes Conference action among Northern Lakes Conference opponents, Northridge gave Riley all they could handle on the south side tonight, but Riley in overtime gets the victory over the Raiders 65-59. Northwood no problems in Bago Township as they roll past Jimtown 66-28. And Goshen, a winner over South Bend Clay, 56-49. One other score of note, Washington, an easy winner over Andrean, 86-55 on the road. Girls action, five games to report, including Chad Blasco's Mishawaka Lady Cayman getting a gift past the Clay Lady Colonials tonight, 47-31. Goshen, a winner over Trinity Greenlawn, 47-13. Northwood gets by Bremen, 47-34. It was Columbia City defeating Warsaw tonight, 68-59, and Penn gets the victory over Concord, 56-25. After this final timeout, we'll take a look at some men's college basketball scores. You are listening to Mishawaka Caveman Basketball. Final score, Michigan City gets by Mishawaka tonight, 67-49, as we continue our U.S. Signcrafters postgame edition. 
College basketball, men's action, of course, final exams this week at a majority of campuses across the country, so not many major matchups. Among final scores tonight, Rhode Island gets by UMass Lowell in overtime, 77-75. Iona comes from behind to defeat Princeton tonight, 70-64. LSU, no problems with North Carolina Central, 67-57. Xavier, no problems with Southern, 79-59. UNC, North Carolina, puts up 100 points on the Citadel at the Smith Center, 167 the final there. Also another final, NC State gets by Furman, 92-73. Three other games in progress involving top 25 teams, Houston in the second half, all over North Carolina A&T, 63-34. Arizona control early second half against Texas A&M, of course, this Christie, 49-34. And it's a close one with about seven minutes to go in the first half in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, leading Memphis. Penny Hardaway's club down by just two points, 21-19. to 19. Again, our next broadcast of Mishawaka Cayman Basketball, presented by Mental Engineering, is Friday as we head to Dunlap to open the Northern Lakes Conference regular season against the Concord Minutemen. Pre-game coverage starting at 7.05 here on 96.1 The Town with Brian Miller and Ron Hetglinski. As always, thank you to them. Also, a thank you to all the staff at Mishawaka, including the athletic director, Dean Hufford, for tonight's broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast in spite of the result. Again, the final score, Michigan City defeats the Mishawaka K-Men 67-49. Until Friday night, we talk to you from Dunlap. I'm Matt Embry. Thank you for listening to tonight's broadcast here on 96.1 The Ton, powered by Millen Engineering. Until Friday night, good night.